Our families are thick as thieves, but bitch, don't you tell me to pay attention, please. In Jersey, we adore the shore, but don't get near our families if you're a prostitution whore! I'm always there for you, and you're always there for me. Cause we're more than friends, yeah, you're part of my family. We are sisters, and we stand back to back. There is nothing I lack when you are by my side. Hit it! We are sisters, you're my partner in crime. When we spend our time laughing together. We, we are, are sisters! sisters. <laughs> there you go. Hi folks, welcome to Housewives Heretics, the show where we are sister, sister. I'm Tamara, and this is Tia Mowry. How's it going? Um, I'm so, my feelings are so hurt from when we had our reality show and you told me that after I had a baby, I wasn't cool anymore and that we couldn't go out. And my feelings are still hurt when um, Lifetime or Oxygen, I think it was on Oxygen, decided to cancel that reality show. Mm -hmm. I loved that show just right when they started to make that, like that breast milk supplement vitamin. Yeah, they were like, we're happening. done. We're done. <laughs> you two have truly <sighs> lost it. I think it was actually after Tamara went strictly Republican. We yeah. had to get her out of there. They we were like, oh, God, it. we can't also, have her on camera for this. The fact that she lives in Napa is wild considering i've been in out who lives there boring people that's what mm -hmm. i tell you boring people um wow well, that's probably why that tia was offered the mistletones and not tamara even though she's considered the singer hmm. i didn't know that little that little tidbit that little they thought about that too who's considered the singer or not i um you know I, I don't know if either of them are truly considered singers, but uh, I mean, um, up next to uh, Tori Spelling, my God, I mean, they're Mariah Carey. God, they let Tori Spelling sing. I've never seen that movie. Oh my God, we watch it every Christmas. It's the worst movie. You have to watch it. It's so <laughs> Wait, good. It's Tia Mowry and Tori Spelling. Yes. Okay. 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 There's nothing Join that me. could be better. Join me. Honestly. <laughs> okay. So there. So Tia. We are sisters. Is, <laughs> we are sisters. Exactly. So Tia, um, her mom is dead, and okay. her mom was in this group called the Mistletones, uh -huh. which um, they have. They sing at the local mall at Christmas every year, <laughs> and aspirational. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. And Tori Spelling is the current leader of this group. And is intimidated by Tia. And so she doesn't let her in the group. They vote mm -hmm. for someone else. So Tia decides to make her own group when she finds her um, stuck-up boss karaoke to Elvis and ro just rocking the floor. And so they make it a whole competition, like American Idol, like for oh, who uh -huh. can perform at the mall, like Tiffany. Got yeah. it. I think we're alone now. Exactly. But no, and, Mar and um, Tori Spelling covers Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is no. You. Yes. yes. She actually sings it. And the best part of this whole thing is that Tori Spelling is noticeably pregnant in this movie and they pretend like it doesn't exist. Mm. Watch it right now, actually. Who needs Christmas? <laughs> Honestly, actually, it sounds great. Mistletone death. I will not be sober. I won't. I won't. And honestly, it is relevant. You couldn't get through it sober. <laughs> Tori Spelling probably did it for free, too. She was like, keep me relevant. Yes. Ugh. You remember her and Dean's song? 
No, I didn't remember they had a song. Oh you know what? We should go back show? and rewatch that show. Well, that should be a rewatch. Uh, hey, Michaela, we're going to do another podcast. Um, what is it? Storytelling. Yes. Tori, Tori Spelling. <laughs> Story. Okay, we'll get we'll get the name down. It has yeah. to be the title of one of her 18 books. I think Storytelling was her first one. Yes. Yeah. Or was what was the um, Lifetime show? Oh, I don't remember when Dean cheated on her. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was good, man. And now they're still in like limbo. I, I think that after that happened, well, she Look kept having this baby. how far we've come. It came back to me just now. After all, this was Tori's song. And I just couldn't be without ya. Now I wouldn't want to be without ya. Yeah, you, you make me feel. Yeah, you, oh, you make me feel so in love. That just came wow. to you. Wow, wow, <laughs> Sorry, I just had an exorcism from Tori Spelling coming over my spirit. That was just a song, a ditty that she was singing around the mall? No, oh, no the that's the Dean? song that her and Dean, Dean sing together. Oh, the one to bring them back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm. the song they released on their reality show. Wow, 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 wow. I can't believe I can still <laughs> remember that all these years later. Holy shit. Honestly, hey, Michaela, send this over to Tori Spelling. She will be thrilled <laughs> that somebody knows those words. She certainly doesn't anymore. Uh, I think she's still uh, in the hospital again. And honestly, I, her medical bills must be through the roof. I thought she was at McDonald's in a crop top. Oh, well. I thought she was in the hospital, but well, you know, things change quickly with her. So yeah. uh, let's get ready, ready for some hard titting news. What's the story, my little Tori? Fergie is cartwheeling and front walkovering to Instagram to wish her congratulations to her ex-husband, Josh Dumel, and his new wife, Audra Mari, because they're expecting their first child together. Fergie commented when they posted on Instagram, baby Dumel coming soon. I am truly happy for you guys. Axel can't wait to be a big brother. Okay. That's really what she did. She backwalked over into their door. She got arrested though. She's not allowed to backwalk over within a hundred feet of him. Um, uh, so that's interesting because I just listened to Jeff Lewis's podcast and he's redoing Josh Dumel's primary suite. Oh, wow. Yeah. And speaking ill of Heather McDonald, poor oh. Heather. Yeah. Poor, poor Heather. Um, which I am still enthralled by. I, I go down a rabbit hole every day by this feud between I, did you know that it was Crystal Lamas that started the fight? So tell us, tell us about it. Okay. So here's the feud. So Heather, if you follow her, went down to St. Martin or something. She borrowed earrings when she was on vacation and she was with with Teresa and Louie the same time. They were there. Mm -hmm, They mm -hmm. dined. She borrowed some earrings from Krista Lamas. Um, She says she wears cheap jewelry. Like she only wears like $100 hoops all the time because you lose it and all that stuff. And so she, she borrowed those earrings. She was dancing and she lost an earring in the sand. They went back, they looked for it, blah, 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 blah. And apparently- Kim, there are people that are dying. Yes, exactly. Well, apparently they just kind of dropped it. Like nobody talked about it. 
Krista didn't say anything, allegedly. Now, I'm hearing both sides of these stories. So then it comes out that Krista says something and I guess makes a big deal to Jeff about it. That's what it seems like. But you can never know because Jeff kind of seems like an exaggerator. And mm-hmm. so I, Heather never offered to replace them or anything because she just assumed they were cheap, I guess. But I guess they were $3,200. So then she offered to write her a check. But then Jeff got into it. And then he also, she's in fighting with Justin Martindale. Because she didn't want to go to a rally for trans people. Yeah, I talked about that last week. Whatever. And um, then said that she, she had said that she didn't want Jeff to have Justin on her show. Because she introduces all of her friends to him and then they come on his show and she said she wanted some divergence in their programming, which makes complete sense. That's fair. Nobody yeah. wants to hear Julian. I love Julian Brady, but like you don't want to hear the same guests every week on right. two different podcasts because it, it does get a little stale except for us, you know? Um, but I, I understand that. Like there's only so many jokes to be had also, like if they're my guests first, it's kind of one of those complicated things because they're mm-hmm. kind of these obscure people. So I can understand why if you're like a Justin Martindale, you'd be like, well, I need work. You know what I mean? Like, why yeah. would you take work for me? And apparently Heather until recently didn't pay people to be on her podcast, but that also makes sense to me too, because she has such a huge following. Most of it's her exposure and all these people have their own podcasts. So it's to pull you over. You know what I mean? Like all of this stuff is so petty, but you know, Jeff, Jeff takes things too far is the problem. Like he should let things go a little more. He was like, he's getting Monroe a ring and he goes, and you know what I told Monroe? Never let Heather McDonald borrow that ring because she'll never oh, return. Yeah. And like, then he went on the whole spiel and I'm like, it's a, it's a very heavy, it's a very Kelly Dodd housewifey way to like blow something so up for me. And I think Heather's kind of similar to us in the sense that like, if you do something like that to me, this isn't real housewives. You're not my friend ever right. again. I'm not forgiving right. you. Like, cause why would you do It's so public, but I do think it would make like a really good show. Like, I think we should have like podcasts, a podcast reality show because those people in LA are so intertangled. There's so much drama that lives within that. Yeah. For shizzle. For shizzle. I'm not taking sides. I just. Uh, We know Heather's right. Yeah. Heather is right. And sometimes Jeff needs to just fucking keep his nose on his own face. To be honest, yes. like no, he, Jeff is always wrong. He's just always in everybody's business too. Like yes, always, and that's fine. But also, just be nosy. Just like he escalates gossip, everything, yeah, and also yeah. like gossip in your own kitchen over martinis. You don't have to do it on. But he has that show every fucking day, so that's yeah. how he gets material. Like, what else is he going to talk about? So exactly, it's, and I feel like that that's why people actually pay attention because how many people actually have serious radio and stuff nobody that's why I, ha- I listen to it on spotify once a week and never would pay for it again i only want to hear it once a week i would never listen to him every day mm-hmm. but i guess you know i don't commute anymore i guess for like commuters like it kind of makes sense i don't know yeah i don't know i don't pay for heather's patreon i got very close to it um but that's where she gives most of that gossip so I think that she's mostly just hurt because she was really good friends with Krista too. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's the team. That's what I understand. It's sad. It's sad to see because I didn't, did, they went to USC together, Heather and Jeff. They've been together. They've been friends for 25 years. Right. 
it's sad to see things like that collapse over something that's so stupid. So I don't, you know, I just don't know. I don't know. Jeff does usually like after a while miss the person and try to make amends. Yeah, so but that, that only happens. works with certain people. Like yeah. you can only fuck over pe certain people that are willing to forgive you, like a Shannon Bador. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and also you have to have stake in it. Like Heather doesn't have any stake in being friends with Jeff Lewis. Yeah, I guess she is a vegetarian. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we are recording a little early this week, so no SLC update for us. Um, oh, darn. Oh, darn. Anyways, we know... Their taglines were terrible. Uh, I mean, they were pretty par for the course, I think, for what's been going on for taglines. But they were pretty bad. They were pretty bad. I don't under... I feel like they're the worst ones in a while. Like, Meredith's whole personality is a bathtub. <laughs> I mean, honestly, honestly, to me, that makes complete sense. She is Pee Wee's Playhouse. She's bathy. She's, she's <laughs> on. I mean, every good moment she's given us pretty much has been in a bathtub. It, it's all checking out here for me. Um, yeah. Lisa, and I Lisa remain Lisa checked out. a little out. weird, too. The Lisa, That's I, not like, Lisa's made... always talking in third person. Yes, th these are like the taglines made up from the people that used to write the uh, episode titles for Orange County. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah, people on bath salts. Uh, yes. Speaking of bathtubs, um, and I only got clips. I think I got all the good parts actually out of Atlanta. Um, the Drew Sedora bringing out her phone, and I mean, I think they were both cheating on each other. I think he definitely had been cheating on her for years and she got fed up and then started cheating on him. Um, I think he's a terrible person. I think she's mm -hmm. also an honest. Um, but I think overall, he treated he's her horrible in the marriage. Yeah. He was an awful person. It's horrible that any of those castmates would ever have his side. He honestly shouldn't even be allowed on that couch. Um, and all I want to talk about is her singing that song to him. <laughs> like, what a moment. Also, okay. to, like, do that and then singing that song was kind of wild, right? <laughs> like, like even was... Andy was like, wow, this is awkward. Wow. It was wow, wow, wow. so uncomfortable. I did like her little outfit, like, how it moved. The Her little blue sequiny moo moo thing that she was wearing. I liked how her wrists mm -hmm. moved when she made frantic movements. I liked that. We love a wrist motion. <laughs> that that was a flick of the wrist and just a flash. You'll land a husband with a ton of cats from Shrek 2. Just very godmother told me that. And I Occupational it. therapist approved. <laughs> um and New York is bombing for me. Oh yeah. Same. I, I okay. I need to know. I need to break the fourth wall completely. Are they getting directives to only trauma dump? Like, is that what the directive is from production? Or is that what they think makes good housewives? Because I don't need to hear about every... I don't need every episode to be, like, your intense trauma. You're supposed to span that out for seasons. Well, I think here's the problem. So we, this is the first time we've had a full new cast in a while. I mean, I guess since Salt Lake City. Yeah. But and we know how you feel years. about that. Exactly. That city titty. Hey, but it's even harder. Like, to, it's, it's definitely very hard. Like, Dallas, Potomac, mm -hmm. all of them, to have a new franchise. But to redo a beloved franchise. Yeah. 
I think is even harder because people that you still have so many people that are like, where is Sonia? Where's Louis? You know, whatever. So I think that what's happening is they're not really friends. Not at so all. So they're getting to know each other. And production is like, you have to open up. You have That's to what show I'm saying. I'm are. wondering, and I'm guessing it's production. I wish we would learn a little bit more of who they are through their actions rather than constantly exactly. sitting in than circles. Exactly, just to hear a story. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> but I think it's the way of bonding with each other and bonding with the viewers is the, the intention. I have to say, the stories are amazing. These women are mm -hmm. multi-dimensional. I mean, even Jessel's story, I was very interested when the uncle who lived on a bench in France got uh, got discovered by Yoko Yamashito. I was like, tell me more. <laughs> I need to know more. I loved it. I mean, they asked and they went on. But I also don't understand. I don't get fucking Aaron at all. She is, I'm no. like, are you a psychopath? Are you like a lunatic? Yes. Like she's a she is singy. She's you're right. She's soggy flicker. I also I don't understand you. like what they want from fucking Jenna Lyons. I'm like, you're all abusing her. You're abusing yeah. her. Like, what else do you want from her? Like, literally, it was the nicest thing to hear her be like, oh, I was just trying to make that girl comfortable. And everybody was like, you don't make other people comfortable. I was like, God, right. like she, I, she doesn't have to tell you that her name's Judith every time. Like it, it just is like crazy. And her name legally is Jenna. I am. They're, they're gaslighting her for sure. Like they're making her feel crazy when she's being normal. Like leave, yeah. leave this bitch And who alone. the hell wants to fly coach? I, that's the weirdest fight that I've ever heard here. I, I wish she would just be like, you're fucking right. I don't fly coach. I, I haven't flown yeah. coach since my name was Judith. Okay. And I, I love that she was, Seriously. I love that she finally was just like, okay, you want to hear, you want to hear my real sad story and why I don't talk to people? And I was like, you cannot yell at this woman because her mom was Asperger's and she had to sit in her room in silence all the time. Is it not good enough that she just had surgery to have all of her teeth were pulled out? I'm like, what do you want from Ugh. her? I was, Can you imagine the pain? And, oh my God. And, and she still didn't get flashed by Bren. I, was, I sure as hell wouldn't have been sitting in coach after a full mouth surgery. No, it is just, I, I mean, it's shocking to me. Bryn's acting a little psycho too, man. I. It's just all a lot. The only normal person there is Uba, and that's shocking. I mean, she is. She was not normal this week. I mean, I, I think she's the most normal. Uh, yeah, I thought I she was the most that. normal of them all. I loved when she goes, I, 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 I honestly, that's what I'm saying. I think she's the most normal of all of them. And Sai, I'm starting to think does, I don't know whether they just don't eat frequently enough or whether she needs like to always like, she has low blood sugar because she does eat a lot. It seems like. Some <sighs> girls are hungry. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. But you know what? But I always have snacks. They did I always say myself. But they did say in um, the Bethany letter, a lot of them have said that there is no food, that they are pumped with drinks and they aren't fed enough. Mm. So I wonder if that is still the case. Yeah. Or, you know. And these people are. And it's hard to bring snacks because you're always on the move. Ain't never stopped me. I can I mean, always I'm, find I a keep vendor. It, yeah, I'll keep uh, string cheese in my purse. I'm not saying for me. I'm saying to adjust to from everything being in your control mm. to being on a product like production 
schedule and everything packed. I'm just saying uh, there ain't need to be no adjusting because I've already adjusted before I got on the show. I'm well adjusted. Uh, I didn't watch um, Down Under. Did you see Down Under? I did watch Down Under. How was it? Um, I, you can you can tell me. Uh, what's their names? Joao and Zarina. Zarina are already on the outs. Oh wow! Damn. Yeah, my prediction that this would last forever. Yeah, exactly. Just I was about like, oh. as good as I read people. Um, uh, and I think Culver and Jamie are going to be done. Oh, too, absolutely. She is she trying only, to fuck Luca. She only said yeah. Luca. Luca. Luca is really cute. He is oh, really he cute. Um, I mean. She only said yes because it was uncomfortable. Like, what was she yeah, supposed sure. to do? That was so it awkward. It was so awkward. Poor little Culver slash Dalton. Dalton. Oh, Dalton. All Dalty. Oh. Um, and I think salty it. over Dalty. Salty over Dalty. She's gorgeous, though, isn't it, Jamie? Oh, she She's is so like pretty. breathtaking. Um, and really, I always get concerned by people that are of this age that fall in love so quickly it is shocking i think it's just i think it's like bachelor syndrome where you're stuck on a boat they don't see anyone else except for the guests i mean they see the guests you know yeah they can't fraternize with them i yeah i guess so i just feel like they should they they seem so busy i don't i i guess that dalton does seem to like get little time in and and they are sleeping and eating together and all that stuff it's kind of like summer and it's like you are venting about the same things you know what i mean like you're in this really unique shared experience yeah cut off from the rest of the world and so yeah I mean, the I would, I would definitely like in my younger years. Oh my god, I would have been a mess on that show. I would have fucked every single person on the show, and probably fall in love with them. And then try to dive off the boat like dot, but like Rocky. But I can't dive. I just, (laughs) I just watched. I just would have belly flopped off that bitch. Okay, Rocky, wild. I just watched that season the other day. Yeah, it is Rocky. We need to get her on a girls' trip. Let's put her somewhere. I don't know it's, yeah. if it's good for her, um, but I do think it would be good for me. Mwah. Oh, it's great for us. It's great for, for us. Mwah. Uh, okay. Well, I think that's all we've got going on. I think that's all that's on the docket. Anything else that I missed? No. In the Bravo universe? Okay. Well, let's sit back, relax, and go back to July 26, 2010. What were you listening to? You know, we're still in California talking about them girls. I think we were listening to We Are Sisters. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jillian's the, on the top of the chart. Uh, in the box office, we were watching Despicable Me, and on TV, we were watching Breaking Bad. And what was splashed across our headlines? And I am talking about Daryl Hannah. Go ahead. 31-year-old Oscar, the Spanish man who underwent the world's first full face transplant appeared before TV cameras Mondays for the first time since his surgery, thanking his doctors and the family of the donor. And he had surgery in late March. Wow. How'd that turn out? I don't know. They said it was hard. He was um, having a considerably difficult time speaking, but I mean, that's only four months. Like a facelift's even hard after that. Did you listen to the Dr. Death podcast? And, yes. Um, well, I am so excited for the season two to come out. Uh, we already had. I thought we already had season two. I thought we already had like three seasons. No, no, no. On they're doing season two for Peacock. 
Oh, okay. With Massiarelli, whatever his name was, the doctor who yes. did the transplants and fell in love with that woman, and then she went to Spain. Remember, love. she went to Italy. Italy. I thought, yeah. I thought it I, yeah, it was Italy. No, it was Italy because the Pope, remember, yes. was going to perform it? And then she drove to his house. Yeah. What was his name? Oh, something with an M. Like, it was It was very similar yeah. to Machiavelli, but it wasn't Machiavelli. Oh, mm -hmm. I loved that. That season, Camille. that season was the best season for me, I think. Yeah, I don't know. They were all so scary in their own way. If that makes well, sense. his had his was really scary. I, the first season, I think, was scarier. I think it yeah. was scarier how long he's maiming bitches all over this. Also, place. like to see the corruption within like the American hospital system that was really mm -hmm. scary to see. This one was a little less scary because he was smarter about what he did. I understood how it was harder for him to get caught. Like, yeah. it didn't seem like there was as much ineptitude in the, like, administration in this season. This one was more riveting to me because, A, you got to hear her. Um, and I liked her yes. voice a lot and her storytelling was great. But also, like, to see that he was, like, so deceitful in, like, every part of his life. But also, like, super duper charming like in the first season right Dun right Dunst didn't seem that charming to me i mean even in i don't know he just seemed like a lunatic and i was like how is nobody stopping him this season i second season i understood there was more of a game he was so charming yes. yeah it's so crazy because i feel like because so that's the second season and the third season is the chemo doctor right like well i think i think in the podcast that was the third okay. season i don't think okay. they're gonna do this that's doctor. what i thought Okay, because I was like, I feel like that I remember this doctor as the most recent one. Like, I feel like I listened to the chemo. The chemo story, before. I think, would have been very. It, it it was harder, I think, to tell. We don't need to see that on TV. Yeah. That was fucking horrific. And I think it's not harder, that they're not all terrible, but harder yeah. to tell visually. I think it was just a more complicated story. Yeah. That and I also just think seeing dying people. Yeah, I think that I, you're not giving I, them the I right think medicine. It's too sensitive. Holy shit, I would, oh, that was awful. Wild. Okay, anyways, watch Dr. Death, but I'm excited for that to come out. Um, I think Mandy Moore's in it. I think Mandy Moore plays the main character. Oh my gosh. I could, yeah. honestly, I could have made that up completely, but I, for some reason, my brain's telling me that. If not, it's Amanda Bynes. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> in celeb news, Amanda Bynes, oh, we were wearing khaki vests. Amanda was too. Um, Amanda Bynes, who made a splash last month with the Twitter announcement that she was retiring from acting at age 24, has unretired. <laughs> it may have something to do with the movie she has coming out in September EZA that she probably forgot that she filmed, honestly. But over the weekend, Bynes 24, still 20, uh, Bynes still 24, tweeted that she was back. <laughs> I'm unretired. And she said, let's pray for them and get them the hell out of here. We uh, are sisters. Amen. We are sisters. What a good movie, Easy A. So good. Her character in that is so sharp. Sharp. She's just so sharp. Uh, to a couple of admitted whores. <laughs> Maybe a couple of admitted whores shouldn't be talking about what they did over the weekend in the water closet. Um, well, let's get ready for this God, episode. What was it called? Youth Will Be Served. Hmm, weird. That's a weird one. We went weird here. Um, we went weird. I this thought is so we, weird. our sisters, could have honestly just done it. But 
So we start out with Tree walking into the family room downstairs where Joe and the girls are. They're getting ready to play Monopoly. And they're marveling over the Monopoly board and it's slit. I always forget how little those... Melania is so tiny. Like, she, first of all, is like a walking head. Like, she's only (laughs) head and hair. She's just so small and so rambunctious. She's so cute. She is so cute. I want a Cabbage Patch Melania. Oh, with her long hair, especially when it's in ponytail, like pigtails. Oh, my God. I I, do want a Melania doll when you squeeze it. Who is it? (laughs) Mozzarella! Give me pizza, you old troll! (laughs) Exactly. See you later, suckers! Uh, uh, Why is Gabriella crying? (laughs) (laughs) That's the grown-up Melania. That's the Bratz version of Melania. Uh, And then, uh, so then... Tree talks about her anniversary to Melania, and Melania says Joe should get her flowers and chocolates. Gabriella says that. Oh, that was Gabriella? Yeah. Sorry. Gabriella says that. And then she is quickly corrected, and Tree says, no, that's for Valentine's Day. That's Valentine's Day. Don't give that idiot those ideas. (laughs) Uh, That is not enough. Yes. Then they resume their their gameplay. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we go to Danielle and Christine. Um, and I forgot about this fucking royal scheme. This is the biggest malarkey I've ever seen. I mean, the fact that she didn't go to fucking jail for fraud for this. So Danielle mm-hmm. and Christine with a party planner planning her sweet 16. Cynthia, she's a really cool dancer. She's a really cool dancer. And she also helps commit cons and crimes, allegedly. She, mm-hmm. uh, Christine, allegedly, maybe she's a good actress. Like, she's a model. She didn't want to have this over-the-top party stuff for just a few hours, but then she decided to donate the proceeds of her birthday Mm -hmm. to charity. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they ever named the charity, but... Charity. When she says charity... Sweet charity. When when she says charity world, Mm -hmm. Danielle Leanne Locken looks disgusted. I've never seen somebody look so disgusted by the word charity besides Leanne Locken. Um, who loves charity. She loves to be invited mm-hmm. to things for free. And um, But I think what she was disgusted by was whatever thick red substance that Christine was... That girl had her fingers and cups and everything in her mouth this whole episode. Oh, I, my. W- while she was talking to people, I was like, the, she has no social graces. Well, I would be nervous on camera, too. And just being around Danielle would make you nervous. You're right. Make you a little shaky. I, I would drink the Kool-Aid, I guess. Uh, but it, whatever it was looked thick and gross. Um, like, but, do you think it was V8? That's the only thing I could even imagine. I thought it was some sort of smoothie or juice by concentrate that had not, not been unconcentrated. Mm. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure what was going on there. I, I It was very confusing. It could have also just been like Danielle, one of Danielle's shakes. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but it looked gross. It, and she does agree that her sister and her father can come to the party. In part. Uh, for part, yes, yes, yes. Um, and then Jacqueline is talking to Caroline about her conversation with Kim G, who was just happened to be strolling around with newspapers under her arms mm-hmm. in the neighborhood. Um, and she said it and and Caroline, of course, sees through Kim and says that Kim is kind of being the window or the door, the gateway 
for Danielle into her world. And it's actually a very keen observation. I mean, clearly Kim G is a spy working for both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jacqueline, this is where I understand why Jacqueline could have been very frustrating, especially for somebody like Caroline. It's like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you constantly, like, don't you see what's going on? And also, even like with Danielle last season, it took a, there's a difference between being like kind and forgiving and also being like a dope. Like, Well, that's just kind of how Jacqueline does with things. Look at how she does with Ashley. Yeah, you're right. Well, when Dopey is your daughter, um, <laughs> that's that's true. It she is used to dealing with idiots. She's been conditioned for Jacqueline, mm-hmm. um, and so basically, Caroline says, "Don't share personal shit with her." <laughs> that's pretty much what she says. Yeah, um, and she's smart. And she's smart. And then Tree and Jacqueline and the husbands are meeting up to have a little boy time, a little girl time, having huge goblets of wine, which I love to Yum. see. Mm. I love that the boys always drink out of like those other glasses, uh-huh. those, like regular cups. And every time Joe drinks his wine, he's drinking out of that. Yeah, he is. And Jacqueline's cup is literally the size of her head. Oh, now, love for- it. And Jacqueline doesn't have a small head. <laughs> she doesn't. I mean, it's always fucking halloween in that house with that gourd of a melon um <laughs> we're kidding she's gorgeous she is, she gorgeous. is gorgeous every celebrity and most bravo celebrities have massive heads yeah it's what makes them gorgeous dina huge head that's huge true. head Teresa has a very small head for a celebrity she mm-hmm. does shannon bedore that looks like a noggin <laughs> emily simpson <laughs> god you could roll her down a hill like i mean look at these people vicky Oh God! I'm Tamra, have you seen Tamra? She's top heavy. Like all these people have huge heads. Um, okay, and it's a good quality to have because it means you're going to be famous. Um, it's just not good for your shirt holes. How do you find shirts that fit? Um, so sky tops. That's why they go around your neck. Yes, they either have to step into them or they have to have a large kangaroo top. Lori, what a massive head she had. Joe had a very small head for what uh, that's why she didn't last very long. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then uh I was shocked to hear that it was only their 10th anniversary. I was shocked to hear that it was their 10th anniversary. In Bravo time, that is a long time. It is. I think for me, I was just shocked. I didn't, I mean, it makes sense. I just was shocked that because they known each other for so long and I know that they didn't date for a long time. I just, it was kind of shocking to me to think that Teresa just seemed like somebody that would be married before the age of like 27. She's just so, like, I feel like she is young. You know what I mean? She um, is. Like when they, when they film this. She and seems like they have more young, youthful than 37 to me. I don't they know. They have young daughter. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I also forget like, how young Gia is. Yeah. Like, because to me, she acts so mature. So I feel like she's at least 10. You know what I mean? But I'm sure they also had Gia like right after they got married. So, anywho's, I was just shocked. Is it she's only seven? She's seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because remember, I like my favorite part when Tree's doing her reenactment and she's like, don't you think if Gia thought someone hit me she would go after him and joe says absolutely and i'm like she's seven <laughs> i do think she would go after them though <laughs> i absolutely. do think that seven year old oh I, for sure i think all, I think all so of them funny yeah. like what she is 
She is the tough one. What? She, she is the toughest. She's the oldest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Melania, she's also tough. <laughs> she, she's also tough. Uh, okay. Yeah, she is. Um, and then she said, this is going to be a big one. I love diamonds. <laughs> the, right what, what are you going to ask for? The crown jewels? What do you mm-hmm. think? I'm Arabic or something? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, and then we cut to Joe going, the money isn't flowing like it used to. Yeah. I got I got chills. Like, oh god. The, watching it, watching it coming is hard for me to watch. It's like because like you it's just hard to like know that it's all happening right now. They're probably being watched by the FBI right now. And yeah. it's just like it gives me little tingles to think. And then um and then Jacqueline's Chris goes. Get her a fugazi. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. He's so good. I love their interactions. I, but it, it is very hard to watch. And yeah. I feel like that we, you know, we never watch past. Like these are the first Oh my two. God, it's going to be so hard to um, watch season and, four. Yeah, because I feel like that that's when Joe really gets dark. Like season obviously th- next season all... for sure is dark. Yeah, but like obviously with Tree and Joe, like her brother, shit's bad. But like Joe Judice's personality changes. Like he Completely. gets dark, and that's why I like watching these two um, because they seem so light and fun. And so it's just so crazy because I didn't remember that it got this bad this fast. And you know, I just can't like not to like give sympathy to him. He did this, but I can't. Yeah. Uh, and you know what? I have to think. You know. We say it all the time. Tree and Joe, not like the smartest people out there. I don't think that he he would have never done that on purpose, got her in trouble. And I think that he was, you know, I just, it's just crazy. I can't imagine the amount of guilt he had to carry. And that would make you dark. Like what, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like he, you know that he wanted to take all of it on and he couldn't. Right. And to know that like you did that, it would be, I mean- it, it, he changed his whole course of his life by decisions that probably he was advised or had seen being done for by a lot of people around him that didn't get in trouble. And well, I feel like he knew it was fucking wrong. I feel he like absolutely he did what he I, was getting into. Yeah, I know, but I you you have to think he probably was friends with a lot of people that did the same oh, exact sure. shit. I think there's still a lot of people that do the same shit yeah. on the show. Absolutely. 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 Uh, and then we go to Albie, who has joined the police academy. I forgot about this completely. Mm-hmm. Oh, I I like, oh. oh, you did? Mm-hmm. So this is his little excuse to buy him time. So I guess he doesn't have to work at the Brownstone. Mm-hmm. He yeah. He buzzed his head. Yeah, he buzzed his head. He'll graduate the academy in June and then go to law school in August. And he has to get maced. Um, that's that's all I got. <laughs> that's all yeah. she wrote. Um, and then we go to Danielle's house. Mm-hmm. Here's Christine eating mini marshmallows with chocolate and whipped cream on a plate. With it was a lot of hand eating. It just really was bothering to me. Well, Danielle, but doesn't feed them? No, they didn't no, no, go to the no. diner it, that night. It wasn't her fault, and it is something that somebody her age would do. I, I think I 
I'm not around children very often, and it's probably for the best of the community, um, not around children very often, and I was just disgusted by them. First of all, I was, I don't like mini marshmallows. I don't. Oh, that's your beef. Okay. I, I, yeah, that's where we're coming from. Why are they so small? And then I, I like them. I don't need that much exterior to interior of my marshmallow. And I, it's fine for like a hot chocolate, but to actually individually eat a mini marshmallow seems, I'm going to say it, psychotic. Okay. I, I do. I think it's the making I of a serial the killer. Oh, the massive ones, the extra big? Uh, no, just regular size. Like I always cut them in half if I make a s'more, sometimes oh. even a quarter. So like I would probably like a mini marshmallow on my s'more because I like to make half ones. They I are. Like they're the size of a fucking dime. What are you talking about? Have you lost your <laughs> I don't like marshmallows that much. What are you going to do? Get a branch and put a mini marshmallow on each little end and then cook it? Like it takes three No, seconds. I would probably only put one. And then I make Matt hold my whole s'more over the fire to toast my graham cracker and melt my chocolate. Well, then you only like chocolate. I mean, yeah, you don't I like know. I just said I don't like marshmallows. Well, then you don't like mini marshmallows. You just don't like marshmallows. See? That's, I, like that's the, I like them more than the regular ones because mm. I like the ratio. I think the point is moot because you don't like marshmallows. And so we're going to move on. The point is moot mellow. <laughs> moot mellow. Moot mellow, Jillian's stage name. Um, Jillian has been singing and songwriting for three years, according to Danielle. And the way that Danielle worded it sounded like she'd been working on this birthday song for three years. <laughs> okay, but I do want to know, like, who helped? I'm not saying that she didn't write it on her own. I'm just saying, did this track already exist? Uh-huh. I don't know. We are sisters. <laughs> it was pretty good. I was pretty impressed. For I mean, she was only, what was she, 11? She's 11? Yeah, I don't know. I just, this whole scene was really hard for me because. Oh, this this was dark. This was darker than that little marshmallow plucker. Yeah. This was hard to watch. It The trauma, Danielle I mean, I don't like to talk about people's parenting. Please see episode one, two through 11 of the show. Um, but I will. I will. And it is. I So here's what I do understand. I understand pushing your kids, helping them get over fears. It's just the way that Danielle does things. It's not necessarily. I can. You could do these things in a way that could be positive ineffective and not she just looks so like ravenous for like fame in her eyes while she's doing it and there's just no I don't know there's just no sympathy or like it's it's just really hard to watch or no letting up like even though she's saying it it's in a nice voice she yeah. never says like let's just take a break. Let's not worry about it. You don't have to do this performance. Yeah. Like it's not a big deal. And you don't have to do it on camera. Yeah. Like, but she I mean? instead she's like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. Are you ready to practice for mommy now? As she's crying. Right. And like, like give her space, let her actually not do it. If she doesn't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. And, and so they do kick Christine out. She doesn't want Christine to be in. And there. she tells Christine, don't go eat any more chocolate. It's gross. Which yeah. I don't feel like it was the, your marshmallow problem. I feel like she's telling her not to eat. Because... No, I thought that was I thought that was wrong of Danielle. I can have those feelings. It's not my daughter. Also, she can have those feelings, but she doesn't need to say it like that. 
Yeah. Like you're right. It's all about her tone. It's about her delivery. It's about the look on her face, the way that she, Danielle has a very, you can, a you very menacing look. Yes. You can see through everything what she's through saying. her eyes is very calculating and honestly wackadoodle. Um, and then, so th there's going to be 350 people at this party. It's like, what? At this um, charity event? At this charity event. I mean, mustard. Are we going in the negatives? Mm -hmm. um, so she's so nervous about this. And I just felt, I felt terrible for her too. She's pushing her and pushing her. And, and you know, it was sad to see somebody that was so young and who should be able to like, not have, have, like, an, have like an outburst, have to go in the corner and self-soothe. Because and then she'll she suck it up to perform on camera. Because she can't emote and be herself in front of her mom. That's what that yeah. was. That was that was regulating yourself because you don't want your mom to have a reaction. It was it was very hard to watch. She was over there trying to make sure that her mom didn't either embarrass her or push her harder or you know what I mean? Like it was, mm -hmm. it was her protecting herself emotionally and to be that young and have that mechanism is damaging and it's hard to watch. And it's really sad. I mean, it's, we support you, Jillian. We do support you, Jillian. And I have to say, I think Danielle supports you too. I just think that Danielle is a damaged person and, you know, needed a lot of, she needed a lot of therapy to correctly parent. And unfortunately, she clearly wasn't going through that because I'm sure Danielle didn't get the right parenting. So oh, definitely. So it's 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 sad to watch that generational trauma continue. Mm -hmm. And for Danielle to watch it on TV and think that she's still doing a good job. That's what I never understand is the watching it back and not understanding it. But I guess if you're living it and still not understanding it, why would you understand it? Yeah, I, and different. Every culture is different. Every like yeah. era is different. So I feel like that she thinks because she's not yelling, she's right. doing the opposite. Of and she's how saying she "I love you" up. and all that. And, stuff. And yeah, and so that's right. her thinking. She's correcting. She's not uh -huh. realizing what she's doing is so very damaging. I think. I think that was that was like a big thing that I've, you know, that I definitely experienced, and it's hard for, it's hard to see. I think sometimes generations before us thought well because i'm so much better of a parent or i'm also i think sometimes people kids all kids are different and people regulate to what they needed not necessarily right. what that particular kid needs but anyways i think that they think because they're doing so they're doing better than their parents doesn't mean that they need to push harder to do even better just because like don't meet me halfway be a, the best parent. Don't just be better than your parent. You know what I mean? Like yeah. go all the way, but you know, she, everybody's trying and their best from where they come from. So I don't, you know, I can't judge her. I'm not in that situation. And, uh, we wish you all well. Um, and, uh, she goes, you're going to be bigger than big. And honestly, you know what, Danielle probably never did hear that. You're right. Like, it's hard to be like, you know, she probably never had somebody tell her that and to be able to be do that for her daughter is great. But I love that. She then goes, artists gets it. Artists get in moods. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh thank God. Like yeah, that's a just, child. That's your child. She's just already. She gets some moods. You know mm-hmm. how she is. Um, then we go to Tree and Joe getting ready for the anniversary. And Tree just looks radiant and glowing in red. She's so pretty. She's so pretty. You know, it's sad because after this, well, everything starts to go down. In the beginning, season one and two, Tree is light as a feather. Mm-hmm. There's like, and then that will all change, um, unfortunately. But there is like, to be 37, she has, you're right, just like such a youthful glow. And it bounces, And she's like, I, it, it is just beautiful to see. She is just so pretty here. And Joe mm-hmm. with his juicy arms, can't fit in the shirt. Um, he's a poet, apparently. I would love to read some of Juicy Joe's poetry. Um, I'm pretty sure he recites some through the years. I I would like to read some of the early years, though, too. And I would like to see Mm -hmm. his prison poetry book, to be honest. Publish it. Joe's Prison Poetry. There you Uh, go. Yeah, there you go. Um, And then so they they get a driver because he doesn't feel like driving. And they're being driven to a helicopter ride, which is one of his big fears. He has a fear of flying, I'm guessing, in general, but heights. And so he takes Tree on the helicopter ride she never got. Yes, because they were supposed to go in Hawaii on their honeymoon and he backed out. So good for you for overcoming your fears. And yeah. then they go to the West in New Jersey and have room service. Yeah, room service. I loved when they were in the flight and she he goes, You have five minutes left. And she goes, Can we go to the Hamptons? And, and he goes, It's closed. And she goes, Oh. <laughs> like she really yeah. thought the Hamptons were closed. Oh, Diana, really? I knew we were too late. Yeah. Yeah, they get room service. The largest baked potato I've ever seen in my entire life. Oh my life. God, I needed that. It, it looked really good. It looked really mm-hmm. good. And I don't know if Ter- Teresa was like, Hmm. Not Italian. Where's the pasta? I could tell on her face. She was like, thanks. This looks great. And then we get I what I think is an appropriate amount of like a little bit of loving and foreshadowing. Not sometimes in Bravo, we get a little too far. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, mm, yeah, yeah. This seems like an appropriate but amount. She is giving him affection because he got her a yellow diamond ring in a delicious chocolate cake dessert. A cake, right? Like, I would have eaten the ring. Yeah, same. <laughs> I don't even ever, ever understand this. When I was working in restaurants and people would ask me to do that kind of stuff, one time this guy was like, can you put this ring in the bottom of this of the, the pomegranate martini? I was like, absolutely not. No. I was like, she'll that is choke a choking on it. You can't hazard. even see it. Like, uh, Do you know the abdominal thrust? I, I literally was like, absolutely not. I was like, oh. I can give you the drink and you can put the ring in there if you want. I was like, but I will not be held accountable for you. And I also like don't want to be around. Like, what am I supposed to do? Heimlich? I don't want to Heimlich. It's the abdominal thrust now because oh. Heimlich is copyrighted. Oh. And so every time they changed it because the person that like branded or whatever was getting like money every time the people would do classes. Wow, I wish I was Joshua Heimlich. Genius. Yeah, I, I should create a move that saves <laughs> lives. I'm working on it. Marshmallow. God, marshmallow. Yes, I'm going el- to. Once I become dictator of all podcasts, I will eliminate all mini marshmallows. Know this. Um, know this. Marshmallows will never, mini marshmallows will never emotionally <laughs> fulfill you. <laughs> Once the kids are all gone, um, well, you are wrong. psychotic, Jesus Jugs. 
<laughs> I'll bring that Tamara back. Um, then you can get the fuck out. Um, so Tree says she only fantasizes about Joe um, and her doing it, and her doing it, and that just gets her all like really horny and stuff. Um, and then we go to dubious music that cuts to Albie lifting, and mm-hmm. then she, he is abruptly interrupted by Lauren and Chris, who are there to shake him down. <laughs> That's what it looked yep. like. They came in. Um, he has. He says he has taken very seriously creating a good example for his brother and sister. And I thought that was really nice to hear and see. You know what I mean? Like you don't really hear. I don't know. I just. It's just nice to hear. It was nice to hear that he takes that strongly. Now whether he does that, eh, yeah. Either the rest of them are going to work. What's he doing? Exactly. Then they have a workout competition. John and I work. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then they have a workout competition, and Albie asks Lauren if she can beat um Chris in a sit-up competition. Um, and she goes, She goes, I know I can. And I was like, the way she said it was very you. She was like, I know I can. And she can. And she can, and she will. She was so fit. When I watched yeah. her do those like body makers or whatever they're called. Cliff jumpers, I don't know. Um, I don't do them, but I uh, I was impressed. So then we go to the day of the Sweet Sixteen. Um, why wasn't this on my super sweet? Oh, because it was a it charity was event. It was a charity event. I wish Leanne Locken was there, and she was the person that was was handling the business. She was probably handling the cash. Yeah, for sure. So, because Danielle says everything there has been donated. Oh my god, so cringy. And that is why they made it a charity because she couldn't afford to give her a party. And to think that she made her daughter lie about it because when Christine comes in, she is so excited. It doesn't like not to like say that it's a lie, but it's a lie, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this doesn't look like a girl who never wanted a sweet 16. Yeah, she loved it. She loved every minute of it. It wasn't like she was being forced to. She loved the hair and makeup. They went all out. I mean, whoever paid for this. They really did the hair and makeup. There was everything taken care of. And I have to say, I'm happy for Christine. If this is the way that Danielle did it, it's terrible. But I'm happy that she got to have this experience after she had to talk her mom off a cliff for 16 years. Absolutely. So she deserved it. Um, She definitely did. And Tom, the father, the father mm -hmm. and his new wife are coming. So Danielle thinks it's a perfect opportunity to pull out her old engagement ring and marry. Seven carrots. And also her asking the kids. Mm -hmm. God. But why? Why I don't just wear it. Just wear it. Why why can't you just wear it on your other hand? Also, that ring, looking at like that stone, would have been a perfect ring that could have been turned into a necklace. It would have looked gorgeous as a necklace. I I don't even know. It, it's yeah. just, yeah. No, I know. It's just, she's just such a whack. Um, and so, and so she also didn't tell Jillian that there were going to be 300 people there. And yeah, for her to perform in front of Yeah, her. she didn't prepare her. And she goes, it's the beginning of our, no, I mean your career. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so creepy. So, t- and we get a quick little scene where mm-hmm. um, Jillian is trying on like dresses and shoes for it for her for Danielle and her friends. And they keep trying to push her into wearing heels. And they're like, oh my God. Surrey Cruz wears heels. And she's like, I'm not her. Was that Sue? Sue? Was with her? 
that Sue and Sue? Was that Sue who said, here's a flash? I was like, what the fuck are you talking about, Sue? And where have you been? We've been looking for you. We've been looking for you. Sue? Sue? Here's a flash. Surrey Cruz. I was like, yeah, that worked out well. I mean, first she was trotting in heels, and then she had to be um, that movie where Sally Field smuggles that kid out of Iraq because she had to be smuggled away from Tom Cruise. Uh, mm -hmm. what was that not your mother's oh, that's a, such a good movie Sally Field uh, every time they like me they really like me um, then we go to here's a flash No, <laughs> I was like Sue get it together so they go in and Danielle goes the feel for me is socialite club zebra leather Bordeaux mm -hmm. red think of a forbidden room <laughs> Like, well, that's a every sweet 16, 16 wants to go. <laughs> Zebra, leather, Bordeaux red, forbidden handcuffs. Room. I was like, what? I was Sex like, swings. right. I mean, she was going straight up Miami beautiful cocoa. Um, mm -hmm. That's what every charity event looks like, I guess. Um, and then we go to Ashley's in the car with Jacqueline, mm -hmm. and Jacqueline. This is Jacqueline's way of parenting. Now, this is where, and I understood, she's sending out, she's driving Ashley to the courthouse. They should have taken her fucking car away. The post office. Post, it's the post office? That's where yeah, they're, they're literally just it was picking the up her summons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're picking up the summons, and she, to punish her, makes her walk in to get it. I was yeah. like, this is no punishment. Um, and Ashley is pleading guilty for simple assault, but not for harassment. And honestly, I do like that would have been a punishment for me. Right. But know your kid. You know what I mean? Like we said, like you can't parent everyone the same. And no. that's not going to do shit for Ashley. No. And she she literally sits there and was like, she pretty much loved hitting her. And then this fucking dipshit. I mean, honestly, she's like, she's like, you know what? I'm going to countersue her. She acts like she knows anything about the law. Like, it is wild. And with what money? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, for what? Like, what are you going to countersue her for? I think that she was going to try to, like, counter sue her for I either I guess defamation or perjury but like you can't counter sue also you're being sued by the state and you did it <laughs> but, right but I guess she didn't read the summons because she's being that's why Danielle went to court she's not civil suiting her she's being sued by the state of New Jersey yeah wild god I mean she did have to go to summer school and pay somebody to teach her how to read. So maybe she just didn't know how to do it. Um, we'd love to have your mom on here, though. We love her. Um, and the party starts when we walk in. Um, the kids arrive. Mr. and Mrs. Tom Staub arrived. Did you notice that that's how what the like titles yeah, under them say? They didn't say her their names. Yeah. Just well, his name is says Tom. What's what's her name? Rebecca. Rebecca, Rebecca. I googled it. Mm. Don't worry. Thank you. So, and I found out that another reason that Danielle wanted to wear the engagement ring is because, like she said, it's bigger than mm -hmm. Mrs. Tom Stobbs, but also his um, aerobics equipment company was not doing well that year. And so, yeah, because it, was like it wasn't 1992. Exactly. 
Dorinda's not teaching anymore. Right. He did. He couldn't sell any uh, magenta and teal step ups. Um, mm-hmm. That's because they were all in my mom's dye fused hair that year. So seriously, for sure. And this is stop. Just keep saying beautiful party, beautiful party. She to seemed, everything. She seemed nice. Well, and traumatized because Danielle's like hanging on them, hugging them, saying, oh "You don't know God. how." Thank you so much she, for being here. And she's just like, ah, beautiful party. <laughs> beautiful she tensely collapsed into his arms. It was like, it was no, scary. I'm going to be cool. And then fell. She was like, oh, thank <laughs> you. It Keep was, it cute. Keep it cute. She would literally, what you saw there, if if Mr. Tom Staub would have taken, Straub wounds would have taken her back, she would have went right back with him that night. Like, it was way wild to watch. And then yeah, she would have burned the wife with the, the lit candles from the oh, cupcakes for and sure. moved right back in. The kids all arrive on a school bus, which was weird. Um, and and Tom Staub looks like uh, Alex Murdoch cosplaying as Michael Douglas to me. <laughs> there was like a, if you face morphed Alex Murdoch and Michael Douglas, that is Tom Staub. If you need that jaw that the girls have come from him. Um, especially Julianne now that she's older. Oh, I know it's crazy because it, hers has become so much more defined as she got older. And, yes, and Christine's cut has kind of always been there, but Jillian had more of a round face. Yeah, um, so now we're gonna introduce oh no, then some man carries Christine in out on her shoulder on his shoulder. That was, <laughs> that was really weird to me, too. I caught my foot earlier, and my shoe is filling up with blood. <laughs> And it seemed like. Uh, is that an Armani? Is that an I Armani? thought so. <laughs> it was such a weird kind of thing. So then they introduce uh, Jillian Marie Staub. And here's where you see a difference between Melania or Gabriella um, and Christine, who gets up on the microphone and goes, You better be quiet while my sister sings, or I'll get really pissed off. It was like, terrifying i was like yeah. what's happening here um and so she starts the performance and she does great yes she cute. she really did good she really did turn it up on stage she was on beat she hit those notes it was very cute for a girl of her age for sure mm-hmm. um and then we go to Jacqueline cooking pasta aglio um not before daniel oh. calls herself the best mom in the world oh i i forgot about i blocked that out yeah you're right mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Honestly, I think that I, I think that everything I've said in this podcast kind of denotes that she's the best mom yeah. in the world. We don't need too. to discuss it. We just need to. We just. Oh need yeah, to yeah. Point out I mean, honestly, hey, hey, Michaela, this episode's called "The Best Mom in the World." It's how I view about Danielle. She's just so good. Um, and then we so good. Um, and, and she's always like my daughters. I thought that was so weird too with Tom in the room. My daughters. Oh, at least she would be weird. proud of something. At least she's proud of them. That's good. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, not everybody has parents that are proud of them. And that's that's something that Danielle sure did give them. Um, and she did give this nice party. Whether it was done... Embezzlement? In, in, embezzlement or not, <laughs> she did get a nice party. And it seemed like Jillian had a good experience. Something everybody will always remember, except for whoever that charity money was supposed to go to. Uh, they're in the negative, like mustard. Uh, and then Jacqueline's cooking a- a pasta aglio, and she's using that garlic chopper that Tree loves. Tree mm. probably gave it to her in a stocking stuffer. I bet. Probably. Uh, 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 and then she go. Then she 
they they're talking about Ashley and how she's going to sue Danielle, and they they go, "What are you going to sue Danielle for? She has nothing." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, "But honestly, like she's literally conning a charity right now to pay for a three hundred fifty person party." But that's where you see how young and immature mm-hmm. Ashley is because she's like, "She pays for her hair extension. She pays for her blah blah blah." Like, no girl. You don't get it. No, she doesn't. No, she, she doesn't pay for any of that. She has a tab at Posh. She has a tab at Chateau. She owes the general store. Um, and then and then Ashley just gets disrespect, disrespectful again, honestly. And we're all just tired of her disrespectful mouth. Uh, and I think they're ready for her to go to jail, <laughs> to be honest. I think they're like, put her... And honestly, they should have let her handle this herself. That is what would have taught her a lesson but you know what's so hard though lawyer is because and like as a parent exactly like if she was 17 i feel like that that's when you can be like good luck because you can always get it again it was the first run-in with the law i guess like you try it's just the the part for me is is there's just no acknowledgement for who is going to take care of this. Like, Absolutely. you know what I mean? Like she, she can't even wait until it's over to be a smart ass. Like no. wait until at least they fixed it for you. She also has, if this had happened to me, I would have literally my, I, I would have lost hair. Like I would be puking. Would you, nerves. would you have mailed it to Danielle and say, here's a replacement for your extension? <laughs> I I would have said I have a say and I say that she's a bitch. Um, yeah, no, I would have I would have glued together every part and give it back to Danielle in the courtroom. I would I would enter it as evidence and I would say here I'd like to enter this as evidence. I'm badgering the witness. Oh, but yeah, I just she doesn't seem nervous at all, and it and and that is why I say like maybe they should have. She's clearly always had everything taken care of for her. And she just like, I would have at least made her sweat it till the day of. I wouldn't have told her that I got her a lawyer. You know what I mean? Like I would have let her sweat it out till the day of, fix it. And it's just, who knows? I don't know. That's hard though. Because even with an attorney, like they have to, you speak to you and you know what I mean? Like you Mm -hmm. have to, when you plead, you have to make sure you know what you're pleading or then it can get thrown out. Do you know what I'm like? It just, it's one of those situations that are so complicated and technical that I don't know if you could have let her sweat it out. Like maybe for a few weeks once she got it, but could have locked her ass in a sauna. She would have sweated out. Yeah, exactly. But you have to timely file an answer to these petitions and stuff. So they could have taken her car. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. She should have been punished. I'm not saying that. I just mean, it's hard when they're like 19 and it can really fuck with their life. Like that could could. affect jobs and stuff that she could not get. And so that's like, and that's where you have to like weigh as a parent, like, okay, do we let her just do this? You know, it's just stupid. And and I will say, and not in her defense, but you're right. Like as a parent, you do know that. And as somebody that's been 19, you would never want being stupid in 19, no matter how disgusting you are right now, um, to affect it because you, you know, Ashley's probably a really nice, well-adjusted, adult um i say that 
earnestly. Um, and, you know, what would have happened had she went down this road? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, enough lies. Anyways, who was your saint and sinner? My saint was the um, chocolate cake for the anniversary ring. My saint was um, Jillian's huspa and how she showed up for that performance. She killed it. She Good did. Good job, Jilly. And um, my center was um, Charity's being conned. Yeah, you know, definitely. And Danielle wearing the her engagement ring to con Charities. <laughs> it is shocking that she her house smells like dog and she can't um, afford renovations. But mm -hmm. she does seem to get all this other stuff. But it, that happens when you con people. So, yeah. Well, we love you. We love you. We love you. We're getting close to a reunion to rule all reunions. So yes. I'm getting excited. Follow us on Instagram at housewivesheretics underscore and give us a five-star rating and review. Yes, yes, yes. Amen, bitches. Say bless you. Thank you all for filling the pews and joining in our irreverence. Join us every week for our sermons by rating, subscribing, and submitting prayer requests at everywhere you listen to podcasts. Although we praise our dear daddy Andy and heavenly home of Bravo, Housewife Heretics is not in propriety of Bravo, Evolution Media, or any subsidiary of the Housewives. These are strictly our opinions, and they are jokes like funny, haha. For direct celestial connection, you can send your confessions to housewivesheretics at gmail.com and check our season playlists, weekly drink specials, and our lives at our Instagram. So we'll see you there. Amen, Amen bitches. bitches.